If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of of food. food. First, did you hear about the big change at Subway? They're doing away with pre-sliced meats and instead slicing the ham, turkey, and roast beef for you fresh. Mm. Second, have you ever popped your uh, favorite candy bar into the freezer? Uh, Some people like it that way. Um, Well, they just debuted the new Snickers Butterscotch Scoop Bar exclusively at Walmart. And finally, in the world of food, if you bought a certain soda in the past seven years, you could be entitled to some money compensation. After a lawsuit, a company has been ordered to reimburse people who say they were deceived by A&W root beer and cream soda labels as made with aged vanilla because the (laughs) vanilla taste comes from artificial flavoring. But is there any aged vanilla in it? Because that's no, made with. I mean, not. they could put like an eyedropper full in. There and go, is oh, none. yeah, it's made with. It's mm. just artificial. So mm. that's, that's the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Who took the time to find that out? I don't know. Uh, probably an attorney somewhere. Someone, someone took a sip and went, cha-ching. wait a minute. <laughs> this does not have the uh, delightful notes that aged vanilla usually does. <laughs> someone, someone call my root beer store it. <laughs> Coming up, cannot wait to tell you the story of this heroic cop. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. When you're a first responder, you never know what it's going to be uh, like in a day's work, right? Well, Sergeant Ashley Taylor is a cop in Candler County, Georgia. When he got a call about a car that ran off the road, just went into like, almost kind of disappeared into the brush. Well, he had to run in. I can't, I don't know, I can't imagine what it was like getting through all those bushes to get to the car, which had caught on fire. Take your seatbelt off and get out of the car. Get your seatbelt off and get out of the car. Get out of the car. A woman was inside, was still buckled in, and he ended up having to break her window with his baton. Hmm. He then made sure there was nobody else inside, and they say his quick thinking saved that woman's life. Wow. So way to go, Sergeant Look Ashley Taylor. Yeah. So I had one of my most dad moments ever at the pool the other day. The only thing I'm sad about is that my kids weren't there for me to embarrass them with it. <laughs> I was by myself. Tell you what happened next. So my only regret of this dad uh, dad moment that I'm about to tell you about that happened to me at the pool is my kids weren't there for me to embarrass them with it. Here's what happened. I go to the pool. And at first, I'm really happy because there's just a couple of kids there. A couple of like teenage girls are there. They're swimming. And I, um, I put my towel down, I get my stuff down, and, and then another family came down. They started playing some music, a little on the loud side. So I was like, no problem, I'll put my AirPods in. I put in my AirPods. So I'm sitting there just like enjoying the day, sitting in the sun. And before you know it, I, fa- I fell asleep. I'm sound asleep. Ooh. And through my headphones, I can hear like, what is that noise? Somebody's snoring. And I realized it was me. <laughs> I woke awesome. myself up at the pool, even at the pool with AirPods in and music. That's playing. a loud snore. And I could hear it. And I, <laughs> you snore. That's what it sounded like. That snore. I woke up and I look around, and these two kids are in the pool just looking at me. I was like, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had to make it more awkward. Hey. Oh, I mean, it was like this weird moment <laughs> like, where they knew I had woken myself up snoring. <laughs> they were just staring oh, at me. Oh, I bet your mouth was wide open. And, oh, that's hysterical. Like I said, my only regret <laughs> is that my kids were not there to be embarrassed by my dad moment. I think you just oh, came up what? with... Huh? Huh? What's going on? <laughs> I just think you came up with a theme for the new progressive commercial.
Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one where you the, become your parents. Rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Funny. If you think your dad's embarrassing, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> so my adventure at the pool did not end with me waking myself up snoring. <laughs> It's pretty embarrassing because there were a good number of people there. But right when I woke up, uh, this kid, I I think I've mentioned this before. A a kid knocked on our door one time and asked my wife if I could come out and ride bikes. (laughs) Do you remember that story? Oh, I think I do. That's so sweet. He's uh, really into mountain bikes. This kid in our neighborhood is really into mountain biking. He's a teenager. And and he came over after I woke up and he goes, hey, you're the road biker guy, right? (laughs) I said, yeah, that's me. Because remember me? I said, oh, yeah, yeah. How could I forget you? He's like, yeah, I'm still doing the mountain biking thing. And then he he proceeded to talk nonstop for about a half hour straight. Oh, that is so rare and awesome and unique for a teenage boy. And he was telling me his whole life plan. Yeah, I'm going to go into ROTC in high school. I get out. I'm going to do I'm going to join the Marines. Uh, I'm going to do a stint with them. Then I'm going to go in the Navy. After that, I'm going to I'm going to join the Army, do special forces. I'm going to get out of that. I'm going to be a police officer. Wow. And after that, I'm going to be a tree climber. <laughs> Are you serious? He has the plan that down? I said, I said, that's what I said to him. I went, wow. It sounds like you've got your entire future mapped out. He's like, yeah. I think if I stay busy and doing stuff I love, I'll never work a day in my life. I was like, well, go. You go for it, buddy. What an extraordinary kid. The only thing I might do is put the tree climbing a little earlier in his career. Rather than waiting for retirement after all the military service and the police service. Sounds like he's got it all planned out. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. Maybe he just wants a little peace and quiet after all that policing and militarying and everything else. Yeah, it'll force him to stay in shape. Yeah, exactly. Hey, do you know how to dance? You may want to learn how to dance when you hear this. Dancing with other people can help ease anxiety and depression. According to a brand new study, I wonder if we have to be good at it or uh, for it to work or you can just get out there and do your thing no matter how bad you're dancing. Two kinds of people in this world. When you played that song, they either started moving and grooving or they didn't. Which Mm -hmm. one are you? Did you move and groove? I was too focused on (laughs) the story. (laughs) I wish so bad I could dance, but I do not know how to dance. Okay, here's your second chance. You're not focused on the story. Go Taylor, go Taylor, go Taylor. (laughs) See what you think about this idea as a pet. You know how your kids are always bugging you for a new animal. See what you think of this one. I'll tell you about it next. Your kids will beg you for any pet, right? Whether it's a betta fish all the way up to a hamster, a gerbil, a, a guinea pig. <laughs> I think my um, one of my nieces, Tabitha, she begged for chinchillas hmm. one time, and mm-hmm. they were a mess. Um, very messy animals. Well, my sister, Esther, lives in Muncie, Indiana, and she works at, at one of those pet stores where they have like the gourmet food, the organic food, and all the pet supplies and everything. And she texts us all a picture the other day. See what you would think if your kids begged you for one of these. She said, meet Arlo, a three-month-old pet chocolate skunk. (laughs) And so I found a a gif of a skunk spraying. And she said, thankfully, they're required to degland them before they sell them as pets. So they're not going to spray you or your other animals or your house. 
But yeah, people are having skunks as a pet. Isn't that wild? First of all, if you have one, there's only one name. Pepe Le Pew. You cannot name him This Arlo. one's named Arlo. You can't name him Arlo. It has to be Pepe Le Pew, And he's right? chocolate, so he's really light, pale. Like He looks like milk chocolate. Still. He's not black like Pepe. Still. Pepe Le Pew is the only name for a skunk. <laughs> and second, I just wonder, are they degland them? That's their defense mechanism. Well, animal rights people who get upset if you declaw your cat. Mm-hmm. Will this be the next chapter uh, in... I'm sure. In animal protests, yeah. don't degland the skunks. That's the only defense they have. So my question for you is, would you let your kids have a skunk if they begged you enough? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We didn't say no to a lot of pets. So I'm thinking the answer in our house would have probably been yes. Yeah. With endless promises, I'll take care of him. I'll clean up after him. Three weeks later, we're taking care of him. Yep. <laughs> we're cleaning up after him. <laughs> when you're a parent... And you have kids, especially multiple kids. You can find yourself sitting back and going, what next? (laughs) What could these kids possibly get into next? Well, there is a mom who posted on Facebook about something that her daughter did that she needed help with. Wait, do you hear this? Maybe it's happened to you. Talk about it next. I really felt for this mom who um, she posted something that her daughter did on Facebook and she was looking for help. Like, I really don't want to have to cut my daughter's hair, but how do you... How do you get this out? Uh-oh, uh, what happened? Daughter had made herself a hat out of what she called quick dry clay. Oh so my she had goodness. made a hat, put it on her head, and then, look, Mommy, look at my hat. Oh, that's great. Get that out of your hair. And she took it out, and then she had this, I don't know, it was like a strip of like five-inch long clay stuck in her hair. Oh, beautiful no. red, cur- was beautiful red curly hair, and eventually she had to cut Cut it out. Oh. Yeah, and so she'll be doing some creative combing for a little while until it grows out. Poor thing. But as a parent, totally been there where you're just like, what What next? What could they possibly do next that, you know, will not make us go, what is happening right now? So here's what I'm wondering, mom, dad, what have your kids done? Maybe not just got stuck in their hair, but what have they done to their hair that has made you go, what next? Or maybe even, how do we even begin to get this out of our child's hair? Would love to hear from you. Hey, Pam, we're talking about this mom who uh, her daughter made a hat out of quick dry clay. It got all stuck in her hair. She eventually had to cut the clay out. But have your kids ever done anything like that? My son, when he was seven, eight years old, maybe younger, put Vaseline in his hair. Vaseline in his hair. And did a comb back, like preacher comb back, you know? <laughs> and have you ever tried to get Vaseline out of hair? No. <laughs> How many well, washings? <laughs> I did uh, shampoo several times. I did uh, dishwashing detergent, including Dawn, which did not break it. But it takes grease out of the way. <laughs> I know, right? I did um, laundry detergent. I did a degreaser, <gasps> and I could not get it out. Oh I could my. not get that out of his hair. The only thing that we tried, and it, and it took like about uh, three to five days to get it out, was baby powder. We just had to keep putting baby powder in his hair. Oh, bed. yeah, which a lot of women <laughs> use as their dry shampoo, maybe, so that um, makes sense. Maybe just next yeah. time take him to the pool and just let him swim for like four or five hours. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the pool ring would have worked. Right. <laughs> Right. 
Oh, man. Oh, wow. You guys are great. I listen to you every day. You guys are great. Thank you for what you do. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us, Pam. So I don't know about you, but um, when it comes to trying to watch a show, it's gotten redonkulous about me trying to stay awake. And so if I'm like active and out doing something out at a baseball game or with friends, I can stay up late. But if I try to sit in a chair, sit on the couch and watch a show, it's like, mm-hmm. I just get so tired. Mm-hmm. And um, my husband kind of functions as like my TV DJ. Like he kind of is like, oh, I think you would like this. And he just starts it. I don't like, I don't ever hold or touch the remote ever. Well, it's in the choice. Bible. Yeah. That the I husband just, have the remote. I just don't think I'd ha- I'd watch <laughs> as much TV if I wasn't married. And so, um, so I, we were watching something and I said to Glenn, I go, the episode we watched last night, it was it was good. It was just a little slow in parts. And he goes, episode? I go, yeah, of Swimmers. He goes, that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it was taking me so long to make it through the movie that I thought it was a show he had started. I thought it was a new series because some friends got us a gift card. Now we have Netflix. Hmm. So too much TV in our lives. <laughs> and... I just assume. But anyway, I highly recommend it. It's all based on a true story. <laughs> Wait a minute. Really great movie. Highly, Phenomenal. Highly recommend it for viewing or for a cure for insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's really good. It's it me. Sounds, sounds like it's the edge of your seat. I'm the Can't problem. It's away. me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trust me. To quote Taylor. <laughs> Coming up, do you feel like a world without social media is even possible for your kids? Do you feel like a world without social media is even possible for your kids? No. Uh, There's a couple on HGTV, uh, Ben and Aaron Napier. They're committed to keeping their little girls off social media through high school. Now, they're making this commitment now when the girls are like, I think they're like four and one. I don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. Well, they want to help support other parents who make the same commitment. So they launched a nonprofit support community of like-minded moms and dads called Osprey. And in the announcement, ironically made on Instagram, uh, Aaron wrote, (laughs) if we build a culture in our home and school now where our daughters don't expect access to the entire world in their pocket until they're much older, we can set them up for success. And I do know someone who who pulled that off, and that is uh, Mark Hall from Casting Crowns. He and his wife, Melanie. They told their kids, no social media till you're done with high school. I applaud the parents that are, are doing that. And, and if you start when they're young, when they're four and one, uh, because obviously I think those parents probably grew up with it, mm-hmm. and they know what a black hole of awfulness it can be. And even if just not the awful stuff, just you're staring at your phone instead of the world around you. Yes. Sounds like they've learned the lesson. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you start when they're young, absolutely you could do it. But if you've already given your kids that little device and they're already on Insta and Snapchat and everything else, you're not reeling that back. Yeah. That's why it's so cool. They're trying to start with the next generation and like support parents because any mom and dad who've done it, or limited it? No, it's incessant. Oh, you can't give up. I have made it kind of my thing to let parents know, do not give your kids a device, period, until high school at the earliest. And if you can delay it till after that, because the second you do, you are no longer the number one influence in their life. You aren't even number two or number three. You are way in the background. It's, that's just the truth. It'll happen. Okay, if your kids are really little, you don't know what this is like yet, but my sister Sarah has kids that are a little bit older, 
and she's experiencing that thing that parents experience when your kids reach a certain age, and it's happening today. I'll tell you what it is next. So this is a rite of passage for so many parents. It's part of your kids turning into teenagers and young adults, and it's happening to my sister today, only it's on steroids, and that is today my sister is meeting her son's new girlfriend Mm. and it's kicked off up a bazillion notches it's on steroids because um, he grew up in Michigan he's home in Michigan and she he met her in Florida where he lives with my with his grandma Mm part-time and uh, she's flying up for a ready for this two-week visit she wants so now that she's meeting the parents for the first time but she's staying with them for two weeks and he wow. she wants to see like where he grew up and meet all his friends and like see all the people that were part of his life and get to know him better by seeing this is, you know, they'll probably drive over and see the college he went to Calvin College and Grand Rapids. Like they'll do the whole deal. Wow. So, yeah. Two and weeks? So my sister was texting us all like, over the like the last couple of days like, hey, do you what's your favorite go-to meal ideas for when companies come in? <laughs> and then she's going to have, apparently the new girlfriend likes to cook. So she's going to have her make at least one meal while she's there. Wow. But yeah, it's going to be wild. We're all like kind of on pins and needles for her. Two weeks? Two weeks. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I just why try to explain why. Yeah, no, she wants to see. Your explanation see is faulty. No, why? <laughs> That's... She's off from, uh, she's getting her master's degree in family counseling. She's off for the summer. Oh, they're guinea pigs. She can work anywhere. <laughs> yeah. They're part of her project and they don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe That's it. That has to be it. Wow. I cannot believe that your nephew's uh, girlfriend is going to go and stay. Never met the in-laws before or the... His mom and dad, not in-laws, but his mom and dad, going to stay for two Maybe weeks? potential in-laws, yeah, two but not yet. weeks? What? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, what What if, I mean, I know they love, they're going to love her, like, you know, because Jesus says we have to love everybody. Mm-hmm. I get that. But what if they just don't like her? What if there's, like, things like, did you see what she did while she was chewing her food? Yeah, uh, I guess they're I, trusting I their this- son's judgment. But, yeah, I don't know, because love is blind. I mean, so we'll see. a weekend, okay, if things are getting serious and they live in another state, a weekend, sure, but two weeks? Two weeks. Wow. Yeah. First time I met my in-laws was, um, I, I had no idea they were going to be my in-laws. I didn't even know that Tracy would agree to go on a date with me. She was having a pool party at her house, uh-huh. and I went by and just casually met Ned and Doris, having no idea. It's one day. They, they, yeah, these you would are gonna, pop the question these are to their daughter. Your, these are going to be your in-laws. Yeah. How, how did you first meet Glenn's parents? Was it? Uh, we were, um, I'm pretty sure, let's see. Yeah. He, okay, so we met over the summer and he offered to drive all the way to Florida to get me and give me a ride back to Illinois for college. And we mm-hmm. stopped and spent the night with his parents. And that's when I met them. But it was just one night. And there was an inkling, too. Like, okay, he could be the one. I'm really smitten with him. I mean, we, yeah, I mean, we felt like we were in love, but we had just met over that summer trip, waiting in the Holy Lands. Yeah. So it was pretty fresh. With Tracy's parents, there was no, I mean, I I was, I was harshly in the friend zone. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole idea of these are going to be your in-laws would, would have been like, what? Huh? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
think about this and and see if you would incorporate this into your into your cooking, like into your pasta sauces or uh, stuff like that. My wife tells me the latest trend in food is cottage cheese. Cottage cheese used in like everything. Hmm. And she goes, "Oh yeah, you just like kind of you whip it, and it gets very like." I guess liquidy and you, mm-hmm. yeah, you can incorporate it in all kinds of stuff and it gives like flavor and texture and all kinds of things. And I was, I just, I don't like cottage cheese. And she's like, oh, it's all the rage. People are using it in everything. I do not like cottage cheese, but I do know my mom, like for some reason when I was growing up, that's what women used, at least women, Midwestern cooking type women like my mom. That's what they used like in lasagna instead of ricotta, ricotta. Mm-hmm. They used, cottage cheese mm-hmm. and lasagna. So I, I guess I can sort of conjure up that taste because the Italian seasonings and the red sauce and the mozzarella all hide mm-hmm. the taste of, but when my mom would eat like that, like put a little cottage cheese in a bowl and add a little bit of like applesauce. Ugh, yeah. I don't know why people eat that. Yeah. Like the texture, everything about it. I'm like the little curds. Thank you. Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet eating her curds away. But and and Tracy, that's like she's on on Instagram for one reason to follow cooking people. And that's it. She's like, oh, yeah, they're all doing it. It's become like the latest thing. She'll probably just put it in all her fabulous recipes and you won't even know it's in there. there. What about you? You think you would do it? Could you see yourself incorporating cottage cheese into some of your favorite recipes? And how would those uh, lovely faces around your table how would they react to it? They'd be like, oh, great, Mom. <laughs> More cottage cheese. Hey, Myra, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you heard people are incorporating cottage cheese into recipes, and you've been using it for a while? Yes, my favorite is to mix it with frozen berries and put it in a blender and blend it up and then top it with chopped nuts. It's like eating a dessert. Cottage cheese, berries, and then chopped nuts on top. Yeah. Yummo. So delicious. I never heard of that. I'll have to try it. Thanks for the heads up, Myra. Uh You're welcome. Enjoy it. Hey, Sinead, it's Kevin and Taylor. So I was fascinated when Kev said his wife, who is pretty much like a professional chef, said everyone's incorporating cottage cheese into food. I was like, what? Yeah, me and my husband, um, we're pretty um, big into being healthy and working out. And so here lately, we've been using cottage cheese in a lot of our recipes as like our protein smoothie shakes um and i found one for pancakes so it's really good for protein um as a source Um, my husband's been pretty surprised because he's the type you know meat and potatoes man and doesn't tend to like to try different things and so um did you tell him you were incorporating cottage cheese or did you just slip it in there no i mean i show him the recipe i'm like hey i have this (laughs) recipe you know use cottage cheese and he's like okay we'll try it look for a cottage cheese shortage uh at the grocery store near you (laughs) right yes for sure (laughs) all right we'll talk to you later okay thanks for calling Thank you so much. Love you guys. So uh, Griff, he's a guy who gets to do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, A lot of it because of his job. A lot of it because he's an active dad, right? He's Mm -hmm. really involved with his his wife and his kids. Uh, But he's got something he said that most people have done by his age that he's never done before. And now he can check it off. So we'll find Mm -hmm. out what that is next. So Griff, you're a first timer at something that most people have already done. What is it? Yeah, well, I think we've established that I am not a very handy person. (laughs) Um, But as I've you know, become a dad and a homeowner. I've had to kind of learn how to do some things and mm-hmm, I've tried my mm-hmm. hand at certain things. Well, uh, I did something yesterday that 
I think everyone's already done by this point in their life. I painted a door all by myself. Wow. Like we had this new door that needed to be good. painted. Like yeah. I did it all by myself. I don't, I've never done anything like did this involve like taking the door off of the hinges or was it? I did it with on the hinges still, but like I got the roller out and the pan <laughs> and like laid down some stuff so the paint doesn't fall. And uh-huh. usually like my father-in-law would do something like that or even my wife. <laughs> she grew up doing more of that kind of stuff yeah. than I did. But uh, I decided I'm going to tackle this and do it. And I, you know what? It looks good. Does it? It looks fine. Is it oh, one, a awesome. one coater or two? It was a two it? coater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I didn't Tough tape guy. anything. <laughs> So there's oh, there, there might be some no. paint on like the doorknob style <laughs> handles, but it doesn't. It's Is like, that going to bug your wife? I don't know. She'll get over it. But if it does, then you have to be ready with the speech. If you want me to keep trying to do things like this, yeah, then don't oh, complain that it's okay. not perfect because I'm I'm not you know Tim Taylor the home it, fix it show guy. It was kind of satisfying. I told Sarah, my wife, I'm like I I, I want to paint more stuff. Let's paint the baseboards. Let's paint some walls. Let's go. Wow. Like, I think this I'm all in now. Let's do it. Caught the wow. Bug. Yeah. Is there stuff she wants you to paint? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I there's guess... stuff we need to paint probably. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, we know what you're doing. Look next out. Weekend. <laughs> so fun hearing our producer Griffin say he's got the painting bug. Like mm-hmm. he's never painted before in his life. And he paints the steel Mr. door and he's like, Home fix it. bring it. What else can I paint? And I love it when his wife, Sarah, weighs in. She texted me and said, um, yeah, he said he was ready to paint more. And we have this outdoor shed that we want to paint the same color as the house. So I told him to get started on that. Mm -hmm. And she did say she might supervise a little bit because remember, he said he didn't tape anything off. Mm -hmm. And she just she doesn't really want the white trim to be blue. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to say for the yard around this shed to be blue. Right. But it is funny. Any wife can relate to that enthusiasm where you're like, oh, my husband's going to start helping with this. This is this is very exciting. Yeah. Start with the shed, babe. Have you seen that with Glenn? Have you seen that with Glenn with anything? Like- uh, I can't I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I do know my sister Esther um, she got a couple of years ago, she got her first job outside of the home after raising their three children. And um, because her husband gets home before her from work now, he has started doing all the cooking mm. and she is all wow. in. She loves it. She's living the dream. Yes. <laughs>